Okay, so uh, this is Matthew Rhodes for Derbyshire Media Company, and I'm joined uh, by Liam Pitchford, uh, Derbyshire's, uh, well, England's uh, number one uh, table tennis player, and has been for uh, quite a while now. Um, uh, Liam, just to sort of start off, uh, just obviously it's uh, very, very different circumstances uh, to the last time I spoke to you. The first time I spoke to you was at the uh, national championships where you were getting ready to start that. Um, obviously, the world's quite a different place uh, since then. Um, just, just in general, just how have you been getting on, and uh, what what have you been up to just in the last couple of months? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, obviously things changed dramatically. You know, in a in a short space of time, really. I think you know everything went from you know we were able to to still practice, and then suddenly everything was shut. And um, yeah, I haven't been been able to get back on the table normally. Um, yeah, when we first went into lockdown, uh, I spoke to my fitness coach. He put together a plan. Um, so I've been doing, or I was at the start, doing two sessions of physical a day. Um, yeah, a bit mixing up, you know, some weight stuff, lower body, then running as well, and upper body stuff as well. Then my sponsor actually sent me a table um, over to my house and a robot. So I've been able to play a little bit at the moment. Um, it's not, It's not ideal. Um, it's not what I'd normally be doing to practice, but you know I'm keeping my hand in, keeping my feeling in, so um, it's better than nothing at the moment. Yeah, um, can you just sort of give us a run through of where um, table tennis as a sport uh, stands at the moment? Like any hints as to uh, when it might return? Um, well, I mean, a lot of countries have actually started back again. Um, that I know of so you know hopefully soon I think the government and together with UK Sport have put together a plan for performance athletes um, you know in a controlled environment that hopefully soon they'll be able to start practicing so you know I think they've got around the 8th of June in mind if we can get a, a venue um, and get the right protocols in place um, so hopefully we're hoping for that Obviously, it'd only mean two athletes and a coach in the venue at one time, and then we'd have to, you know, clean everything and stuff like that. But, you know, hopefully, I'm getting a bit, you know, I, I like to, I get a bit bored when I'm, you know, it's not really doing anything. So I like to be out on the table competing. So um, I'm looking forward to, to starting again. Yeah, can imagine, can imagine. Um, also, just um, because obviously there's a lot of talk um, in terms of, sports in particular football obviously with it being the most popular sport in in uh, this country at least um about the importance of crowds uh, now obviously when table tennis does return um i imagine obviously you can't be a full crowd uh, allowed probably not until next year um how important is a crowd uh, to table tennis so when you do start playing again and obviously there's barely any spectators w will that make much of a difference um, we we probably don't get the biggest crowds anyway in table tennis, which is uh, you know it's quite a sad thing. But you know something that I think we the the governing body and and the IT the you know the ITCF are trying to work on. But um, obviously crowds make a difference for every player, um, especially you know in some countries you get a better crowd than others for table tennis. So um, in those bigger countries it, it does make a difference and. 
you know it can it can give you you know a few extra points in match um, really. So you know hopefully hopefully we can start again when everything's um, you know ready and and the fans can get back in because I think you know sport sport is is for the fans as well you know we obviously we play for ourselves but you know we want to put on a, a show for the fans as well and, and bring some joy to people that way hmm. so I, I just kind of imagine uh, it must be a bit demoralizing when uh, cause, uh, we all know uh, the trick shots that you can pull out and uh, table tennis might not be the first sport that you think of for like a an insane crowd atmosphere but whenever I've seen the trick shot get pulled out by yourself uh, it does get a very big crowd reaction I must uh, I don't know I just think like when you pull a trick shot off like that and then there's absolutely no crowd response that must be a bit demoralizing <laughs> yeah I mean a little bit hopefully it'd still be caught on camera so then it could uh, possibly yeah. do the round social media and stuff but yeah, I think, you know, having a crowd there just adds to the, the atmosphere, of course, and, and the excitement around competing, really. I think, you know, I watched some of the Bundesliga football and it just seemed a bit like a friendly match, um, you know, without the atmosphere of the crowd and stuff. So, um, yeah, it'd be, uh, hopefully, hopefully, um, when it's safe enough, the crowds can get back in and, and we can start, you know, playing sport again. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, there was no choice uh, but to get everything stopped uh, for uh, a long time with what's happening in the world. But um, it, it, there's no point in me asking you sort of like what you know. Um, what's it feel like for what, knowing that you're in extremely good form this year and everything's had to be stopped? Obviously, it's extremely frustrating. Uh, but what positives can you take from the delay? Uh, can you see this as a chance? Uh, to have more time to build on the excellent form that you showed at the start of this year? Yeah, definitely. I think, I, you know, obviously you have to try and find the positives in it, even though, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. But I think, you know, obviously delaying the Olympics was, was definitely the right call and it needed to be made. Um, th I think it was good for all athletes that they made it as early as they did, you know, take a little bit of pressure off, you know, athletes that were worrying, you know, if it was going to go ahead or not. Um, and I think for me, it just gives me another year to kind of reflect on, on what I did well at the start of this year. Um, take a look at what I still need to improve on, what I, what I can can work on more. It gives me another year of maturing as a player and as a person. And um, yeah, I think, you know, maybe I was playing well at the start of the year. Maybe some people might say, you know, I was peaking too early. Um, so, you know, I'm going to. It's difficult to say now because I obviously haven't been able to compete for three months, so you know can't say how how I would have played over these next three months leading up to the Olympics. So you know it's something definitely to look at and um, take on board and see see how I need to prepare for next year. Really, and hmm. um, obviously, well, the the latest um, that I've seen, because uh, any sort of time there's an update from like the IOC or uh, from Japan's government in terms of what's happening with uh, Tokyo 2020. I'll have a look and see what, what's happening because there's still a bit of a worry that if there's not a vaccine sorted um, soon, there is still a possibility that the Olympics itself will, just will not take place and it will be cancelled yeah. altogether. Um, 
I don't know how much you would know about it, but how vital is it for table tennis as a sport that the Olympics does take place at least at some point? And could a complete cancellation maybe even affect the funding of the sport in future? Um, I mean, I don't know, you know, too many details about the ins and outs of, you know, the the IGTF, the international governing body. Um, I think, you know, obviously for table tennis, it is massive to to get that exposure at the Olympics, um, something that we probably don't get enough of. Um, I think, you know, when people do watch it um, and, you know, in Rio, there's full crowds at the table tennis every session. Um, so, it is, yeah, you know, I, I think obviously, like you said, there probably there needs to be a vaccine first before anything sort of can start going ahead, you know, properly again. Um, but I think, you know, it, it could it could probably affect table tennis. Um, but again, the international governing body are, are working on a new sort of like a strategy plan for for going forward for the sport. So they're trying to make it more uh, accessible for spectators and, and TV audiences. So I know they're working a lot on that. So, you know, it is a from 2021, things are looking more positive on that side of uh, of the sport so I think for us as players there's definitely steps that are being made to to make table tennis grow um, so hopefully you know it would be nice if we did have the Olympics to to showcase it a little bit more yeah yeah and then just uh, I remember from the first time that we spoke uh, I know that you do quite a lot of work uh, in regards to mental health and I know that you've done uh, some stuff promoting uh, the work that Samaritans do as well. Um, obviously, with what's happened um, over the past two to three months, obviously it's a situation that, well, <laughs> no no one has ever really found themselves in before, and it's uh, it'll have been very tough for a lot of people. Um, just about yourself, because I know that you've spoken before about your own uh, uh, mental health. Uh, how, how have you been coping personally with uh, the drastic change in circumstances but also have you been doing any any more work to do with Samaritans uh, to help people out uh, during such a tough time? Yeah I mean it's you know it's been a, a tough time but something obviously that I went through before so I've kind of know what I need to do to, to keep on top of my mental health. I've been doing some sort of some stuff you know just trying to promote Samaritans and and other, you know, other, other things to do with mental health so people can, can be aware of, you know, there are places that they can go to seek help um, and, you know, and talk to people. And I think for me, it's sort of, I've, I've just tried, I've tried to stay as active as possible to keep my mind sort of fresh and, and my, you know, going out running, just taking some fresh air. It doesn't have to be a, a hard run just to get out and, and get some air and sort of free free the mind and um you know, you know it is tough you know being cooped up in your house all day obviously I think a lot of people will have will have had some some problems and some probably not nice thoughts and you know it is um there are there are charities about that do a lot of work online you can go on you know like some something like Samaritans and the Mind Charity and um and just just to to show people that there are ways of and there are people there that want to help and, and you're not alone. So I think it's, um, yeah, I hope, 
I hope I can can add to to people feeling better about themselves and not worried about you know what they're going through. Yeah, yeah, and um, just yeah, just in terms of the because I know you've done some stuff with uh, Samaritans as well. Is is there? Um, I don't know if you've done anything with that within the last month or so, but are you looking to do some more stuff with the Samaritans in future as well? Yeah, I haven't I haven't been in touch with them um, recently, probably since the start of this this year. But hopefully, you know, I'll try and do some more stuff to promote, go out to their to their uh, events that they have, you know, running throughout the year, and try and try and build the the profiling of their charity, and and you know, get the word out of what they do because it is, you know, what they do is is it's selfless and you know there are so many people volunteering to help others get through through what they're going through so um it's a good way of of giving back for me in in my position yeah yeah um and uh well just to uh, end things on a, a little bit of a lighter note um well first of all well done on your haircut i could learn a lot from that <laughs> not sure about uh, that <laughs> And uh, yeah, just uh, well, obviously, when this goes out on uh, um, uh, into the media, uh, this will just be an audio interview. But I can see a Liverpool uh, poster uh, or picture rather uh, behind you. Um, what what's your what's your thoughts on how uh, the Premier League <laughs> should end? And uh, <laughs> I think I know what the answer will be. But do, do you think Liverpool should be given the title? Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm going to say yeah. Um, <laughs> I prefer, I prefer it to be finished properly. Of course, you know, thirty years waiting. Not that I've been around that long, but uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I think, you know, twenty-five points clear. It's, it's finished already. Cross my fingers on that one. But <laughs> you never know. We've been in that position, or not quite that position before. But yeah, I think. Um, for me, I'd like to see the season finish properly, just to give you know all the clubs a fair chance of you know European places, relegation places. I think um, you know I think it needs to be finished, and then maybe have to start the season next season a little bit later, and then maybe have more matches closer together. You know, um, something like that. So I'd like to see it finished. All right. Well, um, well, uh, thanks for your time uh, for that, Liam. Because uh, I know, uh, obviously, it's uh, very odd circumstances and um, sort of everything's still a bit weird in every day. Sort yeah. of feels the same. Yeah. But uh, I think it's, yeah. um, you know, a really good insight into um, just sort of how things are at the moment for uh, a sport that you know quite a lot of people won't know the ins and outs. So uh, obviously, yeah. a lot's been made about what's happening with uh, football and. Uh, and rugby, but it's good to know what what sort of like the situation is uh, with uh, with yeah. other sports as well, especially when it's uh, uh, concerning yeah. the Olympics. From, I, you know, from what I, from what I've heard, I you know I had a couple of reporters calling me up because I think um, suppliers had had a lot of a lot of uh, table tennis tables bought from them. Um, you know, when we first went into lockdown, so I think people have found it a way to you know, get into table tennis. So I think, you know, that can be a, a good thing for the sport. You know, more people are, are getting involved. So obviously it's a 
an accessible sport during lockdown um, when you're at home, if you can get a table at home. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, a good thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's good to see that even, obviously, with uh, with what's happening to try and see what uh, positives can come out from it as well. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thanks for your time there, Liam. Uh, so, um, yeah, I uh, hope they'll speak to you um, a little bit later on. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll... <laughs> depending on what the circumstances are. Uh, but uh, yeah, take care of yourself and uh, keep training hard. Thanks a lot. Cheers.